Welcome everyone to another episode of the Bleed Hockey Podcast, episode 66, and the last episode of season two. Um, safe to say that uh, we have um, a lot of news to talk about, um, as this is going to be the last episode before the season begins, so uh, that's great. Although, um, one team in particular will not be starting um, as per normal, but we'll get to that in a second. Um, but first off, um, we have a retirement that came out of nowhere. Um, although, you could probably could have seen it coming, but at the same time, um, it's going to be quite a... Um, some people might call my take on it a bad take, but, you know, it's what, you know, opinions are. So, uh, Corey Crawford has announced that he's retiring uh, from hockey after just signing a deal with the Devils. Uh, <laughs> literally, literally and figuratively. Uh, oh, not, uh, not figuratively, but literally, because, um, de- you know, signing a deal with the Devil, but, uh, pss, you know. But, uh, yeah, he uh, signed a deal with the Devils. To be their goaltender, so their goaltending search was basically over, it seemed, because they got Crawford. But he's retired, um, played fourteen uh, parts of fourteen seasons uh, with the Blackhawks. All with, but uh, well, he's only played for the Blackhawks um, since he didn't play any NHL games with the Devils because they haven't started yet. Um, he put up uh, a record of two sixty, one sixty two, and fifty three with. Uh, Record of a .918 save percentage and a .245 goals against. Not bad. Um, helped the Blackhawks win their 2013-2015 Stanley Cups. Uh, and he also represented uh, Team Canada at the 2017 World Cup of Hockey and also play, uh, picked up one win uh, on their way to that championship that they got uh, in that World Cup. Um but my bad take, oh, my quote-unquote bad take on it is, yes, I understand he has some head issues, which is well-documented. Uh, he was out a lot uh, these past couple seasons because of uh, vertigo and uh, concussion, just concussion, uh, concussion and just head-related issues, um, which is good that he's retiring, you know, because so, he has a family. You know, he wants to, you know, s- see that through and all that, which is all fun and dandy. Uh, I just wish, for Devils' sake, that he uh, did like figure this out before, um, you know, they go and sign a deal with him to uh, be like, okay, he's our guy, and uh, we'll come around to the whole goaltending thing later. But now they're gonna have to scramble to find someone to put in net. Uh, I know they have Mackenzie Blackwood, but I don't think he's gonna be the guy. The do uh, have the majority of the starts, at least, uh, you know, not really the ideal situation if you want to uh, make him a more sustainable goaltender, you know, get more reps in. But uh, just throwing him into the fire like that, I don't know. Uh, that would be a risky business. But at the same time, I mean, it's a rebuilding team. So, I mean, they'll figure it out. Um, but, but yeah, uh, but on the positive note on it, though, you know, congrats to, to Crawford and all that he's done in the NHL. And, uh, Hopefully he does great things in retirement. Uh, next up, we have a waiver, a, a long list of uh, people that are put on waivers. Uh, first off, the Winnipeg Jets put Marco Dano on waivers. Uh, Chicago Blackhawks put Zach Smith on waivers. Um, 
the Colorado Avalanche put Jacob McDonald uh, and like a whole bunch of other people. Uh, Daniel Renouf, Kyle Burroughs, Michael uh, Vachone, or Vacone, Thomas uh, Tanan, Mika Salamaki, uh, Jason Magna, and uh, Sheldon Dries all on waivers. Uh, Toronto put Nick Batan on. Uh, Carolina Hurricanes put uh, Antoine Bebeau, uh Stephen Lorenz, Spencer Smallman, Jeremy Bracco, or Bracho, uh, Gustav Forsling, Drew Shore, and uh, Max McCormick. And then the Anaheim Ducks put Anthony Stolarz, Andy Walensky, Christian Juice, uh, and Andrew Portoraski, uh, Chase DeLeo, Vinny Letary, Sam Carrick, Andrew Agnesano, and David Backus of former St. Louis Blues fame. Um, one of my favorite um, Blues um, captains. And by God, I'll say it. I'll straight up say it. Yes, even though he didn't bring us the Stanley Cup and all that, I'll say when it comes to, you know, on the at least on the ice play, I feel like the uh, that old, um, or at least like the old school, like grit, you know, grizzled veteran type deal. Um, David Backus is much, a much better uh, captain than Alex Petrangelo was. Um, just on the sense that he wouldn't allow Jamie Benn to sit on him, so... I'm just saying there, but uh, th- that's that, though. Uh, also, uh, on waivers, uh, Toronto additionally put Michael Hutchinson uh, uh, on uh, waivers. Um, hopefully, they don't, you know, have an instance where they're scrambling for goalies uh, if uh, Freddie Anderson has an injury, but we'll see. Uh, Michael McCarron from the National Predators uh, has been put on waivers, as well as the f- other following uh, players, Anthony Richards, Sean Malone, Tyler Lewing, uh, Lewington, uh, Kazmir Kaskuo, uh, Ben Harper, and Alexandre Carrier. And then Edmonton Oilers put Joseph Gambred- Gambardella on uh, waivers. And of all of those people, uh, the only two people that got put on uh, wa- uh, claimed from waivers uh, was Gustav Forsling, uh, the Florida Panthers, uh, claimed him, and the Red Wings claimed Christian Juice uh, from the Ducks. So uh, all those other guys will probably just end up going into uh, the respective AHL teams, which will also go into AHL teams and who's playing and so on and so forth because, you know, COVID's a bitch. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and then we have injuries. So uh, Buffalo Sabres forward uh, Zimgus Gergensen's, uh he's a st- he sustained a hamstring injury, but he got surgery on it, and he will be out for the next six months, so he probably ain't playing this year. Uh, Anaheim Ducks defenseman Brendan Gooley is out approximately six weeks with a sprained MCL, so uh, he probably won't be back until probably at least March. Uh, Henrik Lundqvist, uh, his uh, heart surgery went uh, well. You know, it took about five hours to get uh, whatever they needed to do. Uh, and his uh, heart to get fixed, which uh, is good, and uh, he's uh, seems to be recovering well, and hopefully that continues. Uh, signings. I know I'm kind of blowing by this, and there's an awful lot of stuff uh, to talk about, especially since the, the back half. 
Uh, um, it's not really a lot to talk about in the back half, but it's a big topic. And if you already read the title, you already know what I'm going to talk about. Uh, tangent alert, basically what it is. Um, but yeah, signings. Uh, Columbus Blue Jackets have signed forward Oliver Borkstrand to a five-year deal. $27 million extension with AAV of $5.4 million. Great on the, the Blue Jackets for signing him. Uh, National Predators have re-signed forward, even though... Even though he wasn't a part of the organization, uh, at least he wasn't drafted by the organization, he his rights got traded from Minnesota to Na- uh, to Nashville. Luke Cunnan, uh, St. Louisan, woo woo, uh, to a two-year, four-point-six million-dollar contract extension with an average annual value of two-point-three million. That's a solid deal for him. Uh, which also, I'd imagine that that's gonna uh, he's gonna want to just have that short-term deal so then he can quote-unquote prove himself so then once the cap goes higher then he can get more money which we'll also get to in two signings from now as the New Jersey Devils uh, reclaimed after trading him away to the Carolina Hurricanes last season uh, they have signed defenseman Sammy Vatnin to a one-year deal two million dollar contract on him so Congrats to the Devils and Sammy Vatnin. And last but not least, the biggest fish in all of the RFA um, news uh, is off the board now. Uh, New York Islanders have re-signed forward Matt Barzell to a three-year deal, bridge deal, uh, $21 million contract and an average annual value of $7 million. Once again, he's probably going to get more than that. Um, and, you know, it's just a matter of cap and all that so that gives him some time um just hopefully he doesn't lose any value because of injuries or anything like that so fingers crossed for the uh the islanders and uh now getting into the the meat of the whole uh the news uh first off um passing of you know it's a little late on it but um Condolences to the the Muckler family uh, as uh, the passing of John Muckler at the age of 86. Uh, he has uh, been he's quite a uh, staple in uh, hockey as a whole. Um, spent over 50 years in hockey as a player, coach, executive, you name it, he's done it. Uh, 25 years as a stint uh, during his 25 year stint in the NHL, uh, he has been a part of the Minnesota North Stars organization, Edmonton Oilers, Buffalo Sabres, New York Rangers, Ottawa Senators, and uh, Coyotes. Uh, he won the Stanley Cup five times uh, with the Oilers as an assistant coach in uh, 84-85 and uh, assistant head coach. Um, I, I don't know what's the difference, but okay. Um, in 87-88 and head coach in 1990. Um, so... Um, you know, uh, once again, condolences go out to the Muckler family, and uh, you know he'll be surely missed um, from from everybody. Uh, but yeah, uh, going into AHL talk here. <clears throat> uh, first off, uh, the Charlotte Checkers, the Milwaukee Admirals, and the Springfield Thunderbirds uh, are opting out of the 2020-2021 season uh, for reasons beyond their control um but with that uh that leaves the blues prospects with the springfield uh thunderbirds without a, a place to play um it leaves the florida panthers um without anybody since they just recently signed on with the charlotte checkers 
and the National Predators won't have anyone to, to send to the Milwaukee Admirals um, since that's their AHL team. But uh, with that said, all the Blues prospects that would typically go to the um, the Springfield Thunderbirds will be going uh, for at least this season. Don't know how long it will last, but... Um, will be going from the Thunderbirds to the Utica Comets, who uh, are the AHL team of the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, The Florida Panthers' prospects will be going to the Syracuse Crunch, which is the AHL team for the Tampa Bay Lightning. And lastly, the National Predators will be going to the Chicago Wolves, um, which is the AHL team of the... uh, Carolina Hurricanes, which makes no sense, but it is what it is. Um, but yeah, that's that. And with that, also uh, the Bring uh, Binghamton Devils will be playing in Newark, New Jersey, uh, which is the AHL team of the uh, New Jersey Devils. The uh, Ontario Reign will be playing in El Segundo, California, which is the T, uh, AHL team for the LA Kings. Uh, the Providence Bruins is for the Bruins. We're playing in Marlboro, uh, Massachusetts, and uh, San Diego Goals, which is the one for the Ducks. Uh, we're playing in Irvine, California. And um, they have five divisions, which is interesting. So the Atlantic Division will have the uh, Bridgeport Sound Tigers, which is for the Islanders, uh, Hartford Wolf Pack, which is for the Rangers, and a Providence Bruins, which is for the Bruins. Uh, the Canadian Division will be the Belleville Senators, which is for the Ottawa Senators, uh, the Laval Rocket, which is for the Montreal Canadiens, uh, the Manitoba Moose, which is for the Winnipeg Jets, and the Toronto Marlies, obviously, for the Toronto Maple Leafs. And, uh, well, also they have an asterisk where that's like it's pending government approval because that hasn't been approved yet. Um... BC, oh, yeah, because that's none of those teams play in BC or Alberta, so that's still up in the air, it seems to be, so we'll wait and see on that. Uh, North Division will be the Binghamton Devils, once again for the Devils, Hershey Bears for the Washington Capitals, Lehigh Valley Phantoms for the Philadelphia Flyers, Rochester Americans, which is for the Buffalo Sabres, Syracuse Crunch for the Tampa Bay Lightning, Utica Comets for the Vancouver Canucks, and the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins which for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Central Division will be Chicago Wolves for the Hurricanes, Cleveland Monsters for the Columbus Blue Jackets, uh, Grand Rapids Griffins for the Detroit Red Wings, Iowa Wild for the Minnesota Wild, Rockford Icehawks for the Chicago Blackhawks, and the Texas Stars for the Dallas Stars. And lastly, the Pacific Division will be the Bakersfield Condors for the Edmonton Oilers, uh, Colorado Eagles for the Colorado Avalanche, uh, the Henderson Silver Knights, uh, previously the uh, San Antonio Rampage uh, for the Vegas Golden Knights, Ontario Reign for the LA Kings, uh, San Diego Goals for the Anaheim Ducks, uh, San Jose Barracuda for the Sharks, uh, Stockton Heat for the Carolina, uh, for the Calgary Flames, and Tucson Roadrunners for the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, so you have that, and I want to say that their season starts September 5th, so um, call-ups and all that probably won't be happening the first, uh, or at least uh, sending down people or bringing up people won't be happening um, much, if any, um, 
in the first uh, two to three weeks of the uh, NHL season, so uh, look out for that. Um, but yeah, and speaking of NHL teams to be, though, I mean, we, haven't, we didn't talk about them, but we're going to now. See, uh, the Seattle Kraken. Uh, they joined the season. They just joined the league next season, um, and they have named Jason Botterill, former of the uh, Buffalo Sabers organization, as an assistant general manager. He is not the GM, but he's an assistant general manager. And Norm McIver, former of the Chicago Blackhawks organization, uh, as the director of player personnel. They still do not. Oh no, they do have a general manager. That is uh, Ron Francis, which is a uh, former of the Carolina Hurricanes organization and uh of hartford whalers same as well um but yeah interesting moves uh, i know a lot of people are giving them shit because of jason bottle and the sabers because you know the sabers but um i'm sure you know with having a clean slate you know of players um once um they uh, do their mock, uh, when they do their expansion draft in this summer. Um, it should be all fine and dandy for them. So uh, we'll uh, we'll see how it goes uh, once that comes this coming summer. Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning have named uh, Dave Randorf as their new television play-by-play announcer, uh, replacing the former one in Rick Peckham. So uh, congrats to him. Uh, Carolina Hurricanes have promoted Eric Tolsky in. Darren York to assistant general managers and hired Aaron Schwartz as director of hockey ops. Uh, so congrats to him. Uh, Pittsburgh Penguins radio broadcaster Mike Lange is opting out at the start of the season until he's able to get his COVID-19 vaccine as people are starting to get those now. Um, which I mentioned COVID-19 because uh, six Dallas Stars players and two staff members recently confirmed uh, positive for COVID-19. So, with that, uh, camps, all that, shut down for for the duration of uh, time. Uh, they won't be able to uh, do anything hockey-related um, until January 19th. Which, But then you ask yourselves, wait, weren't they supposed to start uh, their season on January 14th? By yes, yes, they were supposed to do that, and uh, on top of that, um, you know, that's um, yeah. I mean, it's not missing much, but <clears throat> it's not like it's baseball where you're missing like five games out of the gate, but still uh, missing some precious camp time and um, that first, you know, couple games. I don't know if they're how, if they're gonna make those up or how they're gonna make those up, but. Uh, We'll have to see about that when that happens. But, yeah, they're not going to be playing until at least January 19th. Um, but, yeah. Uh, Florida Panthers, on the other hand, have released goaltender uh, Scott Darling from his PTO. So, uh, Scott Darling, uh, who knows? Maybe he goes to the Devils and takes the spot of old uh, Corey Crawford, which is uh, he used to be his uh, uh, goal mate uh, back in Chicago. Uh, we'll see about that. Um Speaking of that area, uh, Northeast, uh, Boston Bruins uh, lost their captain, Zidane Chara in free agency to, um, oh, it's not really a, a loss, really. They weren't really trying, or at least 
it seemed like there wasn't really much of a, a want to get uh, Big Z back. Um, so he went to the Capitals. But um, we have a new captain. And uh, that makes me two for two, folks, on uh, forecasting who. I mean, I know it's, these are easy picks, but hey, I'll take it. Two for two. Um, I called it. Just saying. Uh, Boston Bruins have named Patrice Bergeron as the 20th captain in Boston Bruins history. So congrats to uh, Bergeron. Uh, may you continue your uh, reign of terror in uh, being nominated for the Selkie Trophy every damn year. <laughs> uh, no kidding. Aside, no, if I mean, he's probably like besides Pasta, uh, probably my most favorite t- player on that team. So uh, props to him. And uh, not really news, but uh, an interesting uh, tidbit of info. Uh, so Jeremy Rutherford of the Athletic in St. Louis um, was said that he was writing a story. He was working on a story about the Blues' transformation at uh, the center position over the past few years, which has gone through some uh, transformation as of late, for sure. Um, and he uh, got this little quote from uh, Doug Armstrong, the Blues general manager, uh, he saying that uh, they liked uh, Oscar Sundquist in the 2012 draft, but uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins picked him at number 81 overall. Um, however, in that same draft, um, I mean, it turned out okay because Oscar Sundquist is a blue now, um, but uh, the Blues ended up picking uh, five spots after that, number 86, and uh, picked Colton Pareko. So I'd, I'd say, uh, you know, I liked how it turned out. And also, they both have a cup under their belt as a St. Louis Blue, um, the first in franchise history. So it turned out to be okay. You know, sometimes things are meant to be, folks. Sometimes things are meant to be. Which also, with uh, talking about things that are meant to be, uh, Money Puck has uh, put out, uh, too er- definitely too early to call, um, their uh, percentages for Stanley Cup winning odds. So, so the top ten uh, teams they have in percentages. I mean, there's there's no double digits here, and they're all single digits, uh, and they're all under six percent. So take it with a huge, massive grain of salt, especially you folks in Toronto. Even though Canada only makes up about half oh, half a percent of my listenership, so I guess I'm not going to really offend anybody in Toronto land, but uh, if, it, if it does reach you, um, not talking shit, I'm just saying, you know, you got to get out of the first round first, you know, easy jabs. Um, but yeah, so at 4.1% of winning the, uh, chance of winning the Stanley Cup, Money Puck has, I, interestingly, the Calgary Flames. At 4.1, at the Boston Bruins and the Philadelphia Flyers at 4.2. But this is where it gets funny. <laughs> they have the Minnesota Wild at 4.3. As I look to my left and look to my right, I ask myself, well, if they have the Minnesota Wild, do you think, okay, maybe they have the St. Louis Blues on the list? No. In this top 10? No. Maybe they'd have the Dallas Stars on this list. No. Hell, freaking Carolina, why not? No. Freaking legit or Edmonton? Nope. Canucks? Nope. But they had the Minnesota Wild. That makes no. I, 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 that's 
that's bold that's bold stretch cotton i'm picking them let's see how this one plays out for them um but yeah uh to continue on the 4.3 percentile uh montreal canadiens interesting and uh the vegas golden knights i'll give you that uh and 4.4 percent they have the uh uh colorado avalanche interesting that they don't have them at number one because everyone likes to pick them as number one other than uh tampa bay um at 4.7 percent they have the toronto maple leafs which i mean they've posted their their decor which is what they needed to do um, I still find it interesting that Sheldon Keefe wants to put uh, Joe Thornton on the, the first line with Marner and Matthews, but we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, and at 5.2%, they have the Washington Capitals, which also their goaltending issues might plague them as they will not have Henrik Lundqvist, although uh, I want to say that they're wanting to put Ilya Samsonov as their starter anyway, so I guess it doesn't really matter for them. Um, and lastly, at 5.6%, they have the Tampa Bay Lightning, which, yeah, easy to pick because they just came off of a, a Stanley Cup championship. But, um, but, yeah, I mean, it's the season now. It hasn't even started yet. And uh, new additions, you know, you got to build that um, got to build that chemistry. And uh, we'll uh, have to see how it transpires from now. Which uh, won't be long because the season starts in three days. Three days, folks. That's all we have to wait. It's three days. Well, for me, before because I have to wait till like six in the morning to watch at least the Blues game, um, which uh, the fourteenth is when um, season three will uh, will be for the uh, the pod. So uh, keep your ears peeled for that. Um, and one more tidbit before uh, we go to break and uh, talk about the, the main event here. Um, I want to give a big, huge congratulations uh, to Team USA of the World Jun- of the IIHF World Junior Hockey uh, Championships um, as they won gold. Shut out the old uh, Team of Canada, 2 nothing. not a big deal. Um... And uh, also give, you know, congratulations to Team Canada for uh, putting up quite the fight, especially in that, in that third period. It's freaking absolutely insane. Um, but, uh, but yeah, you know, you win some, you lose some. I mean, they, they win a lot, too. So um, not winning this year ain't going to hurt them. And uh, even though a lot of people are giving uh, Team uh, USA shit about a quote-unquote trash can on the, uh, on the ice, um, and all that, uh, I, and they're like, oh yeah, I don't buy the whole barrel ana- analogy. I'm like, you know, I, c- I could see the barrel analogy. I mean, it is a barrel. It's, it's a water barrel. And, uh, if you think about, you know, video games, like all the young kids like to talk about nowadays, you know, you think about Donkey Kong, you know, whenever you're trying to go up there, trying to dodge the barrels, you know? I mean, that's, that's what I took from it. I mean, take what you will from it, but that's what I took from it. But uh, And also congratulations to um, Team Finland for winning bronze, uh, beating out the Russians. So um, that's good. Uh, but yeah, well, uh, that's that, and we'll go to break, and when we come back, we'll talk about the, the ads. All right, so we're back from the break here, and uh, all we're talking about, 
is one topic, and one topic alone, folks. And that is, ironically, right after you just listened to one, ads. Um, so, as it's been mentioned, many NHL teams are having ads on the helmets for, for play, which, you know, everyone's like, okay, you know, not a big deal. Which, with that, uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets will be having uh, Nationwide Insurance as their sponsor for their road helmets. And uh, at home, they'll be having Ohio Health. Uh, Pittsburgh Penguins will have uh, advertising from PPG, which is also the sponsor of well, the name of the arena. Uh, PPG Paints Arena. Uh, Dallas Stars will be having uh, AT&T as their sponsor. Uh, and the St. Louis Blues will have Enterprise Rent-A-Car, which is also the the name of their uh, their home building, which is also a St. Louis-based company, um, as their sponsor for their away helmets. And uh, Stiefel, or Stifle, uh brokerage firm, which is also a St. Louis-based company. Uh, company will be their sponsor for their home uh, helmets and um which that all seems from the surface all fine and dandy because you know freaking revenues blah 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 but i worry that it opens the door uh for them to consider this the norm because um you know bad enough it was like a couple years ago where they just started putting uh, extra uh, ads on the ice back uh, behind the goal line on each side of the ice, which, um, you know, still not as bad as like the Euro leagues where like legitimately like almost like everything on the ice is all ads, like even like each friggin' face off circle and all so on and so forth is an ad. I hope it never comes to that. I hope it never comes to that. Same with, like, their jerseys are basically just full-on ads. Um, but, yeah. Um, with that, um, which <laughs> the title of the episode is, you know, by God, they, they sold the, the names of the damn divisions and they did so instead of being just pacific central metropolitan and atlantic they have uh well then they made it very bland where west north central east which first off before we even get to the names and all that uh my big question is um which divisions are in which conferences um because whenever you have the playoffs, you would like to know what the conferences are. So is it West, Central, and the North and East? Is it West and North and Central and East? Or like, like what is it? I mean, with the graphic that they showed for the, the sponsors, uh, the sponsored names for the divisions, they have, if you cut it down the middle, then it would be West and Central and the North and East, which then I guess would make sense. But then that'd be interesting because... Uh, since the especially for the central division because they're mixing in some eastern conference teams the west so um, we might actually have some uh, there might be a chance a very I mean a small chance but I'd say there's a chance where you'll have uh, in a normal scenario actual 
uh, two Western Conference teams in the final, which would be interesting to see, to say the least. Um, but with that, though, um, uh, let's get into the names of these divisions. So um, the West Division will be the Honda uh, Division. Uh, the North Division will be the Scotia is in Scotia Bank, which is, you know, from Canada. Uh, ironically, because that's the Canadian division, the North Division. Uh, the East Division will be the Mass Mutual Division. And then the Central Division will be the Discover, uh, Discover Card uh, Division. Which, once again, you know, revenues, blah, 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 you know, need to make up the money, blah, 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 blah. But I just hope it doesn't become a an excuse to just keep that because that's just eh, just uh some don't feel right about that i don't know it's it's interesting um because yeah because you know comparing to euro leagues and all that you know they have all those ads which is the cool thing about the nhl you know for the longest time you know you have a nice clean jersey you know nice clean helmets freaking basically nice clean ice i mean yeah you know, you have your your four ads in the, in the center, you know, neutral zone. And, and then also now, as I mentioned, you know, they have the, the two on each side of the, well, the four on each, uh, two on each side of the uh, goal lines on each goal, behind each goal line, um, which is fine. It's beautiful. It's fine. You know, it's the at least on the, the, part where majority of the uh, action is happening when each of the play uh, teams zones is nice and clean no obstruction which is great especially since any other color than that red and the white of the ice you know with a black puck um, since we always get you know pissy about uh, what's a goal what's not a goal blah, blah 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 if you're introducing all these extra colors on the ice surface you know, then you're gonna have, you're gonna run into issues for when you're calling stuff. At least on the bright side, they, you know, they started to kind of fix the whole what's on side, what's off side thing. But um, you'll still need to see what the puck is. And if you start adding, you know, once once again, if you start adding more colors to the ice, you know, that might be a might be a little bit of an issue. Um, and don't and so help me NHL. So help me, if you put a single ad on anyone's jersey, I won't do anything about it except for bitch and moan, which, you know, that seems to be the only action, but, um, but yeah, that, I, I just hope that doesn't come to that, and hopefully, you know, COVID ends, and then, uh, with hockey being back, you know, record attendance happens, and then they'll get all the revenues, and everything will be hunky-dory like it used to be. Uh, but let's just hope that, you know, and also uh, with them having ads on certain things um, doesn't uh, be like, oh, well, it'll work then, you know, even though uh, we could work without it, you know, a little bit of an extra bit of money wouldn't hurt which you know billionaires be billionaires and I know business is business but by god man just let's not please and thank you um but yeah 
Um, I mean, I, th- I actually thought there was going to be a lot more to, to talk about than this, but yeah. Um, but I guess that's that, because <laughs> it's going to be me just cycling over and over, being like, yeah, let's not have any more ads, please. But, um, but yeah, so I guess I'll cut that there. So um, that's the uh, season finale of the Bleed Hockey Podcast. Uh, season 3 kicks off on the 14th of uh, in just four days uh, from now. Um, and I'll have whatever news it's there along with the going over the, the Blues and Avalanche game uh, as well because I'm going to wake up for it. Um, be good and dandy. But anyway, uh, don't forget to rate and subscribe on your favorite podcasting service, and I'll uh, catch you on the next one. Thank you very much.